Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that gives a quick look at something that happened a long time ago today. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're looking at a rather unusual PR campaign from the United Nations. It was designed to highlight the growing pains associated with the Earth's ever-expanding human population, but it came at the expense of one young family's personal privacy. The day was July 11, 1987. The United Nations proclaimed a newborn boy the world's five billionth inhabitant. The baby was named Matai Gaspar and was born in Zagreb, Yugoslavia, which is now the capital city of Croatia. The birth of the five billionth person was the first population milestone to be assigned a precise date before it happened. Previous milestones, such as the birth of the fourth billionth person in 1974, had not been connected to a specific day or even to a specific month. The UN chose to change that for the arrival of the five billionth human as a way to raise awareness of issues related to the world's rising population. The event, known as the Day of Five Billion, proved so popular with the public that in 1989, the UN began marking every July 11th as World Population Day a tradition that's still going strong today. The world's five-billionth baby was born at 8.35 a.m. to Sanja and Dragotin Gaspar at University Medical Hospital in the city of Zagreb. He had blonde hair, weighed eight pounds, and was said to be in perfect health. The only unusual aspect of his birth is that it was immediately followed by a meet-and-greet with politicians and reporters. In a savvy PR move, Javier Perez de Cuellar, the then-current UN Secretary General, 
was on hand at the hospital to personally welcome Matai Gaspar to the world. Taking the infant in his arms, the Secretary General told the exhausted parents that their son's birth would, quote, mark a new generation of peace. It's a beautiful baby, he continued, and I want to congratulate you. You should be thankful that your son has been born in prosperity. De Cuellar's mention of prosperity was an allusion to the fact that most of the population growth around the world occurs in less developed countries, where citizens lack access to adequate food, health services, and education. The Day of Five Billion was created to shine a light on that very issue and to encourage the public to support policies that would slow the pace of population growth so that the Earth's resources don't run out. Designating Matai Gaspar as the world's five billionth baby was a way to generate conversation by putting a face to an otherwise abstract number. And if you're wondering how the United Nations determined which baby would be the five billionth, well, they didn't. At least, not definitively. In 1987, the world population was increasing by about 150 babies per minute, or 220,000 per day. There was no real way to determine exactly when or where the 5 billionth baby would be born, so UN officials just made their best guess using 1984 census data. According to Alex Marshall of the United Nations Fund for Population Activities, quote, we took the 1984 statistics and projected them to arrive at the exact number, 5 billion, on July 11th. He went on to caution that the day of 5 billion was strictly a formal celebration and that the figures used to set the date were only an approximation. He wasn't kidding either, as the census data they had used included a margin of error of plus or minus 12 months. Given that, Matei Gaspar's designation was totally arbitrary, and he was more like a symbol of the five billionth person rather than the five billionth person himself. As for why the city of Zagreb was chosen to host the made-up honor, that was luck of the draw as well. Since July 11th was the statistical date for the birth of the five billionth baby, the UN simply looked at the Secretary General's calendar and found out where he was going to be that day. The answer turned out to be Zagreb, Yugoslavia, as the city was in the midst of hosting the 14th World University Games, also known as the Summer Universide. The festivities surrounding the birth succeeded in attracting the public's attention, but they also placed a bit too much attention on baby Matai. He and his parents were hounded by the press for years, and as a result, Matai now has little interest in sharing his life with the public. In a rare 2014 interview, he set the record straight, saying, quote, It's nothing special. The only thing that makes my birthday different than somebody else's is the fact that I get phone calls from journalists. My mom took the phone calls until I turned 18, and from then on, I started answering myself. Thankfully, all that annoying attention doesn't seem to have stopped Matai from enjoying his life. He's now married and still living in Zagreb, where he works as a chemical engineer and enjoys scuba diving. As of 2023, the five billionth person is now 36 years old, and the planet Earth is now home to more than 8 billion people. That's quite an increase in less than four decades, especially compared to how slowly the world population used to grow prior to the Industrial Revolution, 
For most of human history, birth rates and death rates were both quite high, which kept the global population more or less stable. In fact, it took until around 1804 for us to reach 1 billion people. But after that, modern medicine and sanitation greatly reduced mortality rates, particularly among infants and children. And with more people surviving to adulthood and then having kids of their own, the Earth's population began to skyrocket from there. Humans crossed the 2 billion mark in 1927, more than 120 years after the first billion. Then, just 33 years later, we hit 3 billion in 1960. It took less than half that time to reach the next milestone in 1974, and then, another 13 years later, Matai Gaspar made it 5 billion. It only took 12 years for the population to hit 6 billion in 1999, and then another 12 to reach 7 billion in 2011. Most recently, humanity passed the 8 billion milestone in November of 2022, and it only took us 11 years to do it, the shortest interval to date. That steep rise over the last two centuries has stretched Earth's finite resources to their breaking point, and without careful planning to maximize our agricultural systems, government institutions, and public infrastructure, we may outgrow the only planet we have in the not-too-distant future. Current UN projections have the world reaching 9 billion people in 2037 and 10 billion in 2058. The UN will likely mark those occasions with their own symbolic dates, but they probably won't be designating official 9th and 10 billionth babies. That practice was repeated only once on the day of 6 billion in 1999. From then on, the United Nations has avoided speculating about the order of specific births, likely in recognition of the undue stress it would put on the child and their parents. That said, plenty of other groups have continued selecting newborns to represent each and every population milestone. So if you find yourself considering parenthood in the late 2030s, be prepared to smile for the cameras, just in case. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays and Ben Hackett for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.